0: Hello, this is Neiman from the Save It For The Podcast podcast. Joined with me today is our co-host and friend.
1: Uh, Hello, I'm Aaron.
0: (laughs) Okay, thank God. I was really hoping I wasn't going to have to pronounce that.
1: (laughs) No, it's fine.
0: (laughs) I was crossing my fingers very... (laughs) Underneath my desk, I was like, "Please yeah, don't make me say
1: <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. You, I, I, I actually, um, I actually love like uh, the way you pronounce it is actually more accurate than anyone, anyone else I've met in America. So you're good. Really? And when I say Aaron. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, that's I good. Mean, I mean, it's because like it's a matter of because my name is not really Aaron. And some people mm. call me Ronnie, and yeah. it's not really Ronnie either. It's Eran, but, like, mm. nobody can pronounce it. So I yeah. just go by, hey, just call me Aaron, you know. It's yeah,
0: fine. same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, inter- interestingly yeah. enough, you know when you asked me if you were pronouncing Iraqi correctly? Yeah. <laughs> so... It seems like so long ago. <laughs> so in the same vein... um araki even though it's technically not the pronunciation is what i tell people is the pronunciation
1: oh but dark.
0: it the the actual pronunciation is arake but i usually don't tell people that because likewise it's yeah. very difficult for people to per, uh, pronounce so yeah. um after you know hearing uh, our last name pronounced that way by our you know teachers for so long yeah. you know my siblings and i just decided to introduce ourselves as iraqi yeah it's a, it's you know, a matter it's, it's a it's a matter of like, it,
1: it's, a matter of like it, it's a kind of apathy you gain after living in america for so long that like eventually you're like just 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 call me aaron or just 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 say just pronounce it as iraqi you're like don't don't worry about it you know Because after a while, like, I mean, there's a certain type of people in America that's like, uh, that's open-minded and willing to listen and learn, but stubborn enough to not know when they're not pronouncing things correctly, you know? Absolutely. Like, like, you know, what's your name? Oh, you you know, it's Aaron, but what's your name? It's Aaron. Like. I there's a second of you know like there's a pause in there somewhere because I know they're about to try to pronounce it and I know they're about to butcher my name so I'm like oh, it's her it's Heran. you know just just like just like chill you know don't be don't be <laughs> yeah because there have been so many pronunciations of my name that just you know what's your name oh it's Eran. oh how do you pronounce that? Is it you know, like it's just yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. And I like it's funny, do like a step by step process of like the entire Turkish language and the linguistics of it. Mm-hmm. And they forget to listen to it and they just turn <laughs> and they just go back to like the actual pronunciation itself, you know? Yeah, just, just call me Aaron.
0: Yeah, Tech when all the when the Karens are eating at a Mexican uh, restaurant, you know, and they're like, Oh yes. gracias. Oh, gracias. They're like <laughs> I'm so cultured.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so yeah. cultured. I just took a big gulp out of my water, please hydrate y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah. That's good. That's yeah, a, water
0: yeah. water's good, water's healthy. Yeah.
1: You know. I feel okay. I feel like I'm about to open a can of worms here for a second. Just for a second. Please. Okay. Water is wet. Okay, moving on. Whoa, whoa, you did not have to go that far. Sorry.
0: (laughs) That's a Uh, very. We don't go there. We do not go there.
1: But yeah, now that we've opened that can of worms, we can toss it into the abyss and move on. That's right. Yeah, I'm not gonna yes. even think about that one. Not gonna even think about it. No, just 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 casually walk away from the can of worms that have just been opened. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. Mind if I mind if I crack my knuckles there for a second? You know, I, I don't. I really don't. Yeah, you
0: All you right, crack right. those
1: knuckles. You crack those knuckles, you bad, bad boy. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but yeah. Speaking of knuckles.
1: Whoa! Is this um, gonna be a segue?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Knuckles. Yes. I, you know, actually yeah, this is a really great segue into um, what I, the realization I came to yesterday. Um, well, first off, um, for those of you who don't know, Knuckles is a red echidna from the Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> series. Which I'm. I personally am very fond of not of Knuckles, but of the Sonic franchise in general, just because. Yes. It was the Sonic, Son- and Mario who were my two like childhood video game heroes. They were like, you know, I basically yes. uh, you know Sonic Unleashed, you know Sonic Oh Six, which we don't talk about. <laughs> um, Listen. Sonic so Colors. Sonic, you know,
1: Sonic X. Sonic X. The, car- yeah, the cartoon. The yeah. Cartoon, which was
0: basically an anime. Oh my so, gosh! It that was so good. Yeah, that was probably one
1: of my first exposures to anime. Yes. Uh, the theme but... song was so catchy. It was okay. Here's the thing: every anime fan I knew in Turkey, it, like all of them, watched Sonke X at some point in their lives. Like, <laughs> like the. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it's basically anime. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, it
0: was um. If I wasn't playing you know Mario then I was playing Sonic and I don't know there was just something about Sonic that was so like I guess you know what I've talked to about with a lot of people in video games um, in terms of you know why they like video games which I found really interesting and I think would be a great research project uh, in the works but you know I was talking to some of my friends who are really avid fans of video games and you know I think video games as a medium uh separates itself from other mediums like movies or like books in that you're given control and it's really the control of the player that really makes video games a huge experience for a lot of people because a lot of times people are using these video games as a way of controlling things in a life that sometimes they feel like they can't control themselves yeah um, I was just talking to someone recently, and you know, their uh, a loved one had passed away, and they were using video games as a way, you know, of, like a coping. Yeah, a, a, almost a, a, as a sort yeah. of you know coping mechanism kind of thing, and they were using it because they had felt that you know the video games were giving them control over, you know, uh, in a in a in a medium that otherwise would not have given them control um so that's what i i really liked about video games and you know likewise you know i remember sonic in my childhood was this way of you know escaping you know having to do homework and you know it you know know, being a child was really really cool (laughs) but i'll say
1: yes being a child was in fact really really cool but that that is yeah that's actually really interesting i never actually thought about it that way you know and instead of like control it was always like you know like an isolation or a getaway mechanism mm-hmm. for me you know like oh if yeah i yeah i mean i had this um, i don't know how to describe it other than like a really like it was like a yes imagine the most imagine the most crappy like um like controller and like just like nintendo like like just one of those old nintendo consoles you know Mm, mm -hmm. i had one of those growing up as a child Mm, mm -hmm. and it essentially had every game possible wow at the time and like just yeah just sonic you know mario that that kind of thing and it was obviously pirated and it was like running (laughs) yeah yes yes. it was really low quality but for me at that time it was just you know the most revolutionary thing ever Mm -hmm. because i grew up on like you know crappy games online you know, like oh mm. dread dress up of that one person from one direction, you know, that that kind of <laughs> yeah, online like the, games, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and as a child, even that was like, oh my gosh, how did they come up with this, bro? You know, it's like brilliant. that but brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> ten out of ten, you know, like so when I came across, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, Mario, that like Street Fighter, that kind of stuff, yeah. like, the old Street Fighter, <laughs> I I was just blown away. You know, and it it, it just got better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Honestly. Like, like literally, I'm recording this in my room right now, and right behind my mic is my PS3. And <laughs> like I, you know, there's PS4 and there's you know Xbox 360 and whatnot, but I still think PS3 and all the games that can't like comes with it is just so good at this point, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's, it's, graphics, uh, yeah, do <laughs> you matter no know? yeah I have, you know. I have my Asa- I have my Assassin's Creed 4, my Assassin's Creed Rogue, my, plenty of Assassin's Creeds actually. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Oh, gosh. But, yeah, that's actually another topic, Assassin's Creed. It's a topic of its own. It's kind of a can of worms on itself. <laughs> really? Assassin's Creed? Yeah, Assassin's Creed. Because, like, I mean, it's a matter of, you know, like, old games versus the new games, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, some okay, people yeah. th- because some people think the franchise kind of, like, you know, began to deteriorate in mm-hmm. a way after Assassin's Creed 3 uh, mm-hmm. when, spoiler alert skip like 10 seconds if you haven't played assassin's creed 3 um but yeah desmond dies (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you know people think you know that was the turning point in the entire franchise Mm -hmm. and i really don't think that was the case Mm -hmm. No, in Mm -hmm. fact i played the old games and i i really preferred the newer games compared to the older games Mm -hmm. you know People think, oh, you know, the newer games aren't Assassin's Creed games. You know, they're they're yeah. you know Greek mythology games or they're you know Egyptian, you know, Roman games. Yeah. You know that mm-hmm. kind of or pirate games. You know, they're not Assassin's Creed games. To which I reply, there are assassins involved, and it's a good game, and it's from Ubisoft, and there's a big old Assassin's Creed symbol in the beginning, the yeah, end, yeah, the yeah, middle. Yeah, it's it's Assassin's Creed. It's a good game. Just yeah, take it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking actually about um I haven't played Assassin's Creed um <laughs> but you know I am familiar <laughs> I am familiar yeah. with As- Assassin's Creed. Um I'm I was just sorry. Thinking, huh? No, 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 you're good. I kind of gave you a
1: spoiler there.
0: <laughs> I wasn't planning yeah. on playing it, so, oh, okay, so there cool. you go. Maybe down the road I will. Um mm. but um I was just thinking about, you know, recently uh, because you you know you said there are people like oh the old games are better um, and all that. Um, yeah. I was just thinking about because yesterday, right? I swear this is related, but yesterday I had just finished watching Steven Universe, right? Ooh, and um, which is an excellent show, by the way. I would highly recommend. Um, we can
1: grab your grab your can of worms, <laughs> open them up <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, store. We're gonna get like time. we're gonna get like thirty thousand angry comments. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> nine to one dislike ratio. <laughs> How dare you like Steven Universe? <laughs> but <laughs> I yes, do. It's a good show. I do. It I is. An,
0: it is an excellent show. Great music, all that. But it got me thinking. Right.
1: Mm.
0: I was thinking about you know childhood shows or shows I I had watched as a child. And I was thinking about, you know, why people are always so, like, nostalgic. Um, And here's what I mean by that. You know, obviously, when we're children, we have a different experience of things than we do as adults. Now, how this relates to the Assassin's Creed thing... um, Clearly, the first time you play something is going to be like a magical experience. And so a lot of people who uh, have played or played the older Assassin's Creed games as their first Assassin's Creed games probably are more biased um, because that was the first thing they played. Um, Now, this is kind of kind of wormy, but I swear it's almost over. But uh, in the same vein, I was thinking about, you know, children's shows and I was thinking about, you know, how come I don't, you know, hear about shows like Adventure Time or, or like in terms of like, um, like great children's, like animated films or TV shows, right? And I was mm-hmm. thinking about, you know, man, I, you know, I remember seeing the first episodes of Adventure Time and Steven Universe was great and, you know, Amazing World of Gumball. And, you know, I came to this realization, right, that because I watched it as a child, it's now forever ingrained as part of the childhood experience, right? And when you Mm. describe the childhood experience to someone, you're like, oh, yeah, I watched these shows and I had, you know, silly bands growing up and, you know, all this stuff. Mm. And it made me come to a really sad realization that, you know, even though, because I was thinking about it, right? You know, how come I don't just, you know, watch these shows that are regarded as great? Because I never finished watching Adventure Time, right? I watched Yeah, no me neither. (laughs) But I never finished watching it. But I remember seeing people at the end be like, Oh my gosh, this was the greatest show ever. And I was thinking about it, oh, why don't I just watch it now? And I came to the realization was that um some people because I think Adventure Time started in like 2008 or something. It started like a while that. ago. Hold yeah. on. I'm, I have to look it up, actually. But it, it, it definitely started a long time ago. Uh, and I think it went like on a 10-year thing. Can
1: you verify my... Um, oh, gosh. When did Adventure Time start? April 5th, 2010. 2010. It was two years off. My gosh. I know. I didn't
0: didn't realize it was that old. Now I feel old. It's super old. I know. I was
1: just looking at that and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm super old. Do you hear that audience? Do you hear that? That's the how that's the sound of my heart sinking. (sighs) Just I know. But but yeah, I I was
0: um I was looking at that and I, I came to the sad realization. Um, not really, like, sad, but I guess just melancholic realization yeah. that, you know, some people have invested all, you know, eight, nine, however many years into that period show. Period of
1: childhood. yeah,
0: uh, And period of childhood. And the reason I can't just watch Adventure Time now is because it'll never be the same because I will never be a child again, which is sort of, like, sad. But at the same time, it's, you know, it's it's yeah. whatever. And, you know, likewise, I was thinking about, you know, when I watched Endgame, right? Mm. I hadn't, you know, invested, you know, those 12 or 10 or however many years. I'm so bad at numbers if you can't tell (laughs) yet. Um, Because some people, you know, had watched the first Iron Man movie in 2008, I think, and had invested in every single movie. And that's why it was such an emotional experience and wasn't as an emotional of an experience for me. And I could never replicate that. Unless yeah. I watch one movie, you know, each year for the next well, yeah. like, ten years, and so it was sort of which like is a, kind of hard to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's lie. kind of difficult, um, yeah. when, especially when you have access to every single movie you know, right then and there. And so, you're literally stuck
1: inside your own house.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it, I, I guess it was just a very yeah. melancholic, but like, you know, that's it, yeah, life. That's, I kind of realization. That- that-
1: yeah, like that is like, an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah, like people people prefer the older games because the newer games don't. Uh, how should I say, like, don't make them react the same way they did as like a as their younger self. Mm-hmm. You know, like for example, someone who played Assassin's Creed Brotherhood might not be, you know, affected in the same way when they played Assassin's Creed Unity or Assassin's Creed Rogue, you know, that right, kind of
0: stuff. Exactly. And
1: that's why they might get angry and be like, oh, you know, the older Assassin's Creed games were better. and Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a good way of looking at it. You know, one of the things uh, that were discussed, you know, when I saw some of the complaints people had about Steven Universe, which will never be a you know, bad show in my, like, in my opinion, you know, because it, it, it's a good show. It, it has a good message. It's a good show. It has a good plot. It has a good lore. It's just, good. I like the music too. I still listen to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You and me both. Uh, but yeah. Oh gosh. Garnet. Any song Garnet's in is just like, it's just in every soundtrack I have, like in every playlist I have. Yeah, but Yeah. Honestly uh but yeah like uh one of the com <laughs> i i went so off there uh but yeah one of the com one of the complaints people had was how um how changing the art style was i for assassin's creed no 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 for not for assassin's creed for steven for, universe oh for steven universe and yeah when they like i i kind of understand that in a way because like when you're focused on the art style and not like the story itself or the, you know, the show itself, it it might get a bit, you know, hard to watch, you know, mm-hmm. and if you had watched the earlier episodes and enjoyed them and then you got distracted by the art style in the later episodes, you know, that might be that like, you know, that reaction might be appropriate yeah. in mm-hmm. that way. Um uh, but yeah, I understand that that's kind of a good way of looking at it, you know,
0: <laughs> yeah, just you know, just food for thought, you know, food for thought yeah yeah i i i thought you know yeah, yeah. i i was i went on a whole like uh just recently, like a whole childhood like nostalgia spree, yeah uh which I have occasionally, you know, like, <laughs> yeah especially when I feel like not not doing my lectures or you know, assignments that I have to do for college. Um, I tend to go on, you know, childhood sprees.
1: Right? You're going to receive, like, a really angry email from all of your professors.
0: Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs>
1: yeah. All, man, I don't even know
0: how many I have. All 55 moment. of them. Yes.
1: All of them. It's only 55. entire five faculty is going to join in and just crapping on you. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: literally, literally.
1: <laughs> they're going to come to your house ha- okay no stay in home stay at home y'all <laughs> snaps for that snaps for that um but yeah i i was i was one of the children who like because my father actually went to america for business trips and while he was coming back, he got, like, you know, Legos and, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I essentially had, like, an entire childhood around the stuff he brought back from America. And, you know, some of those things were Legos, that kind of stuff. You know, that's why Hero Factory is still, like, fresh in my memory. Yeah. While, while literally nobody else knows about it. You know, oh, wasn't that, like, a bionicle thing? And uh, You know, I just kind of, like, inhale, exhale, and move on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and one of the thing some of the things he brought was uh DVDs. Mm, and mm-hmm. one of the first like some of the first DVDs he brought were Transformers, mm-hmm. you know, Michael Bay's Transformers. Yeah. uh Iron Man and nice. the entire set of Avatar Last Airbender. You know, with the nice. first, second and third seasons and just I had like me as like a five-year-old child had grown up on avatar you know we had nickelodeon i'd like turned it on you know <laughs> I yeah i literally sang with the end credits you know like like five-year-old me just jumping up and down the couch yeah. just babbling uh. <laughs> yeah uh so when i saw these things and i watched these things and i like absorbed these things they made their way into my mindset just like as my childhood, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I saw the later movies, you did like Avengers, you know, like uh, Ultron, Age of Ultron. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Legend of Korra. Like all those different movies that came out like later, I was Mm -hmm. just not interested. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of ignored them and moved on to other forms of entertainment because it just didn't have the same effect on me
0: right 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 yeah and then you know yeah that's the thing it's like once again you know when you're a child you just experience things so differently um which you know it it can be a good thing and a bad thing um you know blessings and curses but you know (laughs) i you know i think the one thing i do uh i guess like about you know watching shows now um is that and then this could just be a me thing, like what I personally like doing. But um, the one thing I do like about watching shows now as opposed to watching as a child is that I, because I, you know, do have more brain power than five-year-old Neiman, uh, <laughs> luckily. Um, I really like to, I'm a huge over-analyzer, and yes, I basically same, overanalyze same. everything. And, um, uh, especially like all of the, uh, more like literary elements of shows, um, in that, you know, what is this Hmm. a metaphor of, you know, what does this Hmm. signify, you know, what does this say about the relationship kind of thing, um, like, for example, in the first, you know, the first half of watching Steven Universe, mm. I was kind of just watching like, yay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> pretty colors and, you know, all that fun Woman stuff.
1: having power.
0: Yeah. Yay, rocks, rocks that can talk. <laughs> ah. and then the second half, I was really examining like their dialogue and really examining like, okay, what are they saying here? You know, why are they saying that, you know? um perhaps blue diamond is blue because she's sad which i know is a very like surface level analysis of why she's blue but you know
1: um
0: great song (laughs) great song if any of you are looking to listen to some music right now but um but yeah no i also, I uh, like to do that a lot as well, and actually, literally just yesterday, I was reading on the subreddit for uh screenplay writing, which mm. you know that's you know one of the places Reddit takes you when you when you're on a reddit spree <laughs> yeah, and there I, was you reading, go. I was basically reading a whole Reddit post on good screenplay because mm. i was I was really interested in like you know I was talking to my sister recently. Um, cause I was watching, I'm also currently watching Assassination Classroom, um, oh, it's which so is an good. anime, um, so good. anime um, oh not gosh. finished yet, so no
1: spoilers. I'm not going to give um, you spoilers, but have so you finished good. it? Yes. I finished it twice over. I've literally wow. watched, I've literally watched the first and second season twice and the first season all on its own. Just, just, uh, just like in a day. One, <laughs> nice. like, I think I think it was like three months ago because I was feeling nostalgic and like, I don't know. I just went back. It's so good. Yeah, I no, no. It. <laughs> yeah it's good. Um, yeah. I, I,
0: so currently I'm watching that, right? And my sister and I were having a discussion about dialogue, right, in shows in general. And because I, as I was watching the series, I realized um Don't hate me for this. I was watching an English dub. Um... (gasps) How dare you? (laughs)
1: Uh, But no, no, Assassination Classroom is actually one of the animes that has good dub. You Mm. know? Mm -hmm. So so yeah, I, I won't judge you for it. But YouTube will
0: thirty no. thousand put it next to my fifty five professor emails.
1: Your opinion In my... is invalidated no. yeah. but yeah, go ahead thank you
0: my goodness. you should be, <laughs> but I was watching assassination classroom, and we were having this discussion about dialogue um and because there were a few moments uh, during that show where the dialogue was just very, and I, I'm liking the show so far. I'm I'm really li- liking the show, but there were a few moments in the show where the dialogue was not that great in that <laughs> um, what I mean by that is that the dialogue was like very explicit with, either what was happening or the way someone was feeling um now as an example um, there was a i think actually i have a, i took a picture of it because Ooh. i was like oh this is a perfect example of what i was thinking about yeah here so in one episode um i think Kora Sensei, who's the the teacher in that series yes um, at one point uh, he was trying to I think like help all of the the students with like a test or something
1: right um, and oh, then, so like uh, that one thing where he was teaching all of them at once
0: yeah that one. Oh, yeah nice. Um, I think that's what this episode is I could be wrong but <laughs> uh, following that um, there was an interaction where one of the characters says, I don't know, maybe he does it for the attention. Which, in my opinion, this could be a can of wormy, but I'll close it very soon. But uh, it was very, I don't know, it, the way he said, I don't know, maybe he does it for the attention, I think is something that should be implied in the actions and not necessarily said out loud. And to gateway into the why I was reading a read, a subreddit about screenplay writing, um, was this very, um, you know, dialogue interaction, because I thought, huh, interesting. interesting. And so that made, got me thinking about, like, what is good dialogue? Maybe I don't even know what good dialogue is, because, <laughs> um, like, who am I to judge if I don't write screenplays? And so yeah, that's how I got on the screenplay Reddit, and I read a whole bunch of interesting
1: things about good and bad screenplay. Okay. Nice.
0: So, yeah, those are... Uh,
1: quick quick thing we hit the 30 minute mark like uh two minutes ago so i didn't want to i didn't want to interrupt you again (laughs) thank you oh my god yeah no problem no problem all right um but yeah that's i mean good dialogue is actually hard to come by because especially when you're you know especially when someone's creating a simple like story slash dialogue by themselves you know they because the entire thing is in their minds and i don't know if people know this but human minds are jumbled it's literally a a sponge inside of our skulls Mm -hmm. so when a single person tries to come up with a dialogue all by themselves it becomes jumbled it becomes messy and when you like when you spew down on paper it might not be perfect Mm -hmm. so that's why that's why the you know profession of editor exists yeah you know Mm -hmm. just go back you know oh fix that fix this you know that kind of thing you know flush it out a bit Mm -hmm. you know what did you mean by this oh okay did this 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 that kind of thing so yeah i mean when you look at it from like an artist's point of view or a creator's point of view it becomes like clear what they were trying to do back then but yeah, yeah
0: i mean yeah I'm interested, did you, have you ever, since you're still doing, like, you know, acting and whatnot, mm. have you ever personally encountered any, like, monologues or scenes where the, you thought the dialogue was like, uh,
1: I, you know. Well, here's the thing about theater, because it's, how should I say this? Now, unless the writer tells you to explicitly do something, you don't have to do it. Right. And like as far as far as the actor is concerned, it's the actor's job to come up with a certain way to portray a character. Sure, the director is there to give directions that it's in the name, but like eventually it comes down to the actor to come up with the correct, you know, action and objective and the you know tone of voice to say certain things and to, you know, do some do certain things while just saying those things. So, I mean, bad dialogue is only bad if it's, you know, if it's unworkable, you know, if you can't just take it and make it your own, Mm -hmm. because I have come up with stuff that I thought, oh, this could have been better, but I still managed to work with it. And I still managed to, you know, like present it as a proper monologue or as a proper scene or as a proper, you know thing you know beat or something like that so it just boils down to flexibility i think mm-hmm. because because when because when a dialogue is involved it's not just you know when, when like for example uh dubbed anime right yeah. there's voice actors involved there's voice directors involved there's Writers, translators involved, you know, people have to come up with a certain way to translate this from Japanese to English while still making sense, while still it being, you know, appealing to the audience to, in a way, you mm-hmm. know? And, you know, the voice actor has to come up with a certain tone of voice for the character, the certain, you know, uh it he, he has to observe what the character is doing at that point and you know, play his or her voice in a yeah. way that fits the action. So it's layers upon layers upon layers upon layers of activity and action and you know just work Mm -hmm. and work and work and work and work so it's not just bad dialogue but it's just a matter of you know unflexibility yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely so yeah Yeah. i I
0: got really deep into that no yeah you know i (laughs) i was like watching your face i was like wow yeah that this yeah. is good stuff this nobody's is good stuff.
1: gonna be nobody's gonna be able to see my face in in this but i was like just all over the place yeah
0: <laughs> oh thank god kidding yeah. i'm kidding oh. You've got a beautiful face Aaron. no <laughs> uh
1: but yeah gosh I'm, i have a tick i just realized that i crack my knuckles every once in a while
0: oh okay i'm, I'm, I'm so
1: sorry We're talking <laughs> about
0: that kind of tick i when you said i have a tick i at first i thought of the little bug and i was like Thanks for announcing that no. you have a blood sucking creature on your...
1: Um, da- darn, bro. <laughs> I literally <laughs> just have my head shaved by my dad. <laughs> oh, fun. Yeah. Fun, fun, that, fun. It was fun, yeah. It's like, it actually turned out all right, but it still feels a bit weird because one side of my hair is like disproportionate to the other side, so it's like... Yeah. Imagine having hair. <laughs> I'm sorry
0: can't relate <laughs> Andrew, can't relate <laughs> it's okay worry, I know. Even, we're like watch, it's like According watching to... two polar opposites it's like we've got the bearded man and then the baby face you know what I mean
1: <laughs> yeah uh, you're the bearded man obviously oh yeah no I was yeah. <laughs> sorry, I, didn't,
0: I didn't clarify I'm the beard yeah. <laughs> and Aaron you have,
1: you have a big old viking beard uh, oh yeah but yeah, uh, because the audience isn't, do you want to clarify? Just, just like give a, a brief physical description to the audience <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or something. True. I don't know. Just like <laughs> fill their imagination.
0: Yeah. So I've got tentacles coming out of my back. Yes, um, indeed. I've got, no. <laughs> I, have,
1: um, I have a total of 12 arms and 15 legs. 15. Right. Yeah. Yes.
0: My eyes are not where my eyes should be. Um, oh let's just say, you know, the mouth isn't the only opening on my face. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I feel like. Have we done this? Where I said I'm Filipino and and all that. Yeah,
1: we did. We did. Yeah. Okay, we did. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, I was wondering sure if we
1: had done it already. Yeah, no. Instead of instead of, you know, an actual human face and body, just imagine flags in our stead. You know? Yeah, that yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The, the Filipino flag and the Turkish flag. Yes. That yeah. that's the extent of our characters, according right. to <laughs> according to Netflix <laughs> according to Netflix plot logic. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's another can of worms that shall not be open. <sighs> <laughs> oh because i can rant about that forever
0: yeah you know Honestly, it seems like we can rant about a lot of our shelf is a getting bigger things. by oh, the yeah. minute
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah we we have to do a can of worms episode mm-hmm. uh i have to create a paypal eventually now that i think about that it's not it's not related to you should yeah i should it's not related to the topic at hand i just it just welcome came to, my to mind.
0: aaron's to-do list podcast where he just lists things he needs to do i'm sorry
1: i'm <laughs> sorry i have the attention span of a monkey
0: it's okay uh, it's okay aaron
1: but yeah going back to shows and shows i watched as a child actually i recent i recently started watching avatar of the last airbender again Woo! Uh, did you watch it actually i did i did watch nice nice encore, nice and my gosh it was such a good show like i knew it as a child but now i it's just watching it as a quote-unquote adult because yeah uh, but yeah watching it as legally an adult it's just like
0: yeah we're watching it legally now <laughs> watching it illegally that's not what i
1: meant that's (laughs) not what i meant that's not what i meant but yeah watching it watching it now it just creates a whole other level to it you know it's just because i did not understand the significance and the you know the devastation might that might come like you know the the meaning of a hundred years of war You know, especially since the, especially since the powers involved is, you know, on one side, we have a fully industrialized nation with a people that are, that have a mindset that's just completely focused on supremacy over the other nations. And on the other side, we have just a ragtag bunch of nations that ju- that despite having such a you know such an enemy haven't even come together to fight against it because they're mm. so isol- isolationist and so you know mm, mm-hmm. knee bent on you know the four elements you know keeping the balance you know it has yeah. to stay separate that kind of thing like watching it now the earth kingdom is god like it's such a shattered nation that just you know, one of the characters, Boomy, is a king. Right. There's a king inside a nation that is ruled by another king. That's the level of isolationism and splintered, you know, state of being that that place is in. Right. So much so that literally another nation can just waltz on into a piece of its territory and oh, those are my colonies now. Whoopdie we'll with you. So it's it's just it creates a whole other meaning when you watch it as an adult. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I don't know. It's such a good, it's such a good show when it comes Mm -hmm. to lore plot and characters too. So it's like,
0: no, absolutely. I absolutely agree with all of those things. And, you know, just really quickly, um, you know, uh, I I think same thing can apply with Steven universe. uh, In my opinion, Um, I think watching it, watching it as an adult, Definitely has way different, you know, implications than when you're watching it as a child. Because again, when you're watching it as a child, you're like, yay, pretty colors and talking rocks and all mm, that. Yeah. Um, but when you watch it as an adult, there's themes of like abuse, you know, relationship mm. abuse. Um, there's themes of, you know, literal totalitarianism and dictatorship. Yeah. Um like, you know. It
1: it literally has Aurelian themes embedded into it like the like the gems they pop out of the earth knowing what they're supposed to do and they have to do it perfectly or else they're gonna be dead exactly they will commit die there is yes (laughs) and like here's another thing about steven universe that i really like watching it as an adult like watching it as a child you look at steven universe and you're like oh you know he's such a goofball you know he's happy-go-lucky you know he's a he's a he's a cutie you know that kind of thing but you watch it then as an adult and you see steven and you see the stuff he's going through and you realize he's not just happy and cute and all that stuff this is a sensitive kid a sensitive kid that's going through more trauma than anyone else in the world or the universe Whoa. for that matter. Uh, yep. The universe or the entire universe is out to get you. <laughs> uh, but yeah. It's I don't know. It's just it gets such a such a meaning when you watches an adult. I can't mm-hmm. even express it in words. Yeah, honestly. let's express it in Mickey uh, but yeah, in song. In, <laughs> no, this is not a musical. This is a podcast. Get that theater Aww. kid stuff out of here. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I don't know why people hate theater kids so much. Maybe it's because we burst out into song every now and then. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I would say so.
0: <laughs> yeah. After going to festivals, you know, for how many years I've been to festival, I think it's yeah. pretty safe to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's why I never went to festivals. Mm-hmm. honestly miss Bedger thought oh you know he's sick you know he he's having family issues. no i just really didn't want to be next to that many theater kids
0: yeah it can be pretty emotionally draining yeah around. especially because at festivals too those festivals are also competitions so yeah it's a very uh can lead to very interesting things i know my the very last year I, I was at high school, uh, we went to Fullerton Festival, um, and one of the things we did there, um, which to this day I'm still not sure whether I enjoyed or not, but we basically <laughs> had a a musical dance off, right? From all the schools who like had their oh. musicals, and all of a sudden, because um, like throughout the entire festival, right, they were playing a bunch of musical songs, right and then at one point uh, they played brotherhood of man which was from our musical that yeah. year how to succeed in business without really trying and brotherhood of man is like the one big you know guy dance number right and they yeah. started playing it and i was over at the tent right and our tent um, to help you visualize so there's like a sta- uh, like a stadium or not a stadium like a like a podium area mm, of like this right, building, right, right and there's this huge like grassy quad area right in front of the the podium in the building and we were basically you know in one of the corners of that little grassy area and so we were really close to like where all of the speakers were for the uh all where all of the musicals were playing and so i was sitting at the camp at the tent all of a sudden (laughs) brotherhood of man starts playing and I look around and then people are, you know, they're pointing at me and they're like, Neiman, go, go, go. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, it's just Brotherhood of Man. And I see my other fellow, you know, Brotherhood of Man dancers running over to the, you know, the little quad. uh, Yeah, the the performing area. Yeah, like right in front. Yeah. And they're all there. And suddenly I'm like, oh, dang, I guess we're doing this. And I run over. And there's this huge crowd of just all these musical theater kids and drama kids just surrounding it. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, Davide, uh, who was the lead, lead. And had a success, yeah. uh, he started singing. And then we started dancing to, you know, our Brotherhood of Man, which I guess was fun in the moment because the musical had ended and I was a senior and I was like, oh, you know, it's a, like the uh, last time we'll do it. But yeah, it was basically like, you know, a dance battle um, for, uh, you know, all of the musical theater kids. And it's just one of those things, you know, that is like, you know, that's the the type of thing theater kids would do. They would have musical theater dance battles and have, you know, they would, you know, quiz each other on musical theater trivia and all that.
1: Oh, gosh. At the very least, I never came across a theater kid that, you know, that was willing to go out of their way to quiz me on trivia. Mm. So, mm. At the, uh, by the I way, know. we hit the 45-minute mark, like, three minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, because I don't know darn about theater, <laughs> like, musical trivia and that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I know very limited information yeah. what they I really should put you on is is all the plays and whatnot because yes. not a lot of people know about plays but is also a very essential part to theater so
1: yes like people think theater and people think you know like gaudy musicals with tap dance numbers all over the place you know like and it's really not that or shakespeare like it's it goes, it ranges from either gaudy musicals with tap dance numbers to Shakespeare. And it's just like that, I, I guess that's why there's such a stigma against theater kids is because like people are expected to be like one of two things. And when they aren't, people are like, you know, why, like I expected your personality why are you making me actually get to know you Ooh. or something you know like yeah. that kind of thing at least that's what i think i don't know no absolutely uh, yeah but yeah gosh i wanted to be uh how to succeed in business without really trying but like uh, i had i was i was taking pre-calc at the time yeah and mm-hmm. i guess my grades weren't like you know acceptable in my parents point of view and they were like, if you join this, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm Oh, and, yeah. Oh. And, you know, all like all of my friends in, in the play were like, oh, come on, you should join. You know, we're missing men. You know, like, to come here. And I was like, no, no, I cannot. And what pissed really? me off the most was after, you know, after all was said and done, you know, a few months later, me and my dad, we went to watch. The thing and uh, if you remember if you remember I was sick at the time yeah I I was so uh, like oh my gosh like my ears felt like they were about to pop I couldn't speak my throat was like my nose was running you know I could barely breathe I kind of like I kind of sat in the chair of the theater yeah (laughs) I know I know the feeling yeah. yeah and you know It it was a great musical. You, you did, you guys did great. And after all was said and done, my dad literally looked at me and he was like, "Good show, very good show," because he has a (laughs) like. But I'll tell you something.
0: I loved that in your Turkish accent, you put on another Turkish accent, so it was double the Turkish accent.
1: I know, right? That was amazing. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. But yeah, he was like, "Good show, very good show." But I'll tell you something. If you join this play, this semester would be over for you. I I'm kind of doing a Russian accent right now because that's kind of what people hear when they hear my dad. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And later he had the audacity to ask me, Oh, why didn't you join? You know, why didn't you, you know, be a part of that? You know, yeah. you could have been happy. And I was like, I
0: wonder why. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Parents. ask parents. yourself
1: three months ago. <laughs> Hmm. But yeah, parents, that's another can of worms, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's got a lot yeah. on our shelf. Yeah. But this has uh, been
0: the Save It for this the Podcast. This has been Save It podcast. podcast. Thank you for listening to all 50 <laughs> minutes of today's episode. 52 minutes. 52 minutes of today's episode. We appreciate you listening in.
1: Any we final words? You. We appreciate you. We do audience. appreciate you.
0: We do appreciate you.
1: Hey, guess what? Guess what? If you're having a bad day right now, you're awesome. You should feel awesome. Okay. We love you. Platonically,
0: of course. Platonically. Because why platonically, would we romantically like you?
1: Yeah, we don't we don't even know you. Like, gosh. Get us dinner yeah. first. Hmm. Exactly. Get <laughs> us dinner first, gosh darn it. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right. Uh, is that gonna be our Patreon like? tagline or something like By that. Bias dinner yeah. first. Bias dinner oh, first. <laughs> oh god, no. We well, I don't I... want to be one of those gaudy podcasters. You. <laughs> right, but yeah, this has up. been saved for
0: the podcast. Shake it off. <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you next week.
1: Yep.